let me talk to you about working the word. I'll start by reading from uh, the book of Jeremiah, chapter number 31. I'll read you verses 31 to 34. He says, Behold, the days are coming says the Lord when I'll make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt he says, My covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. Verse 33, he says, But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days says the Lord I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts and I'll be their God and they shall be my people he says I'll put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people no more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother saying know the Lord for they all shall know me from the least of them to the greatest of them says the Lord for I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. Hallelujah. Let me say this that your faith must always be ready for that which you are expecting. Your faith must always be ready for that which you are expecting. Therefore, it becomes extremely important for you to focus your mind on it. To focus your mind 
on what you are expecting from God. In every prayer, it is important that you expect answers. In every prayer, there must be an expectation when you are praying. Is your spirit open to receive from God? What, what are you expecting to hear? You know, sometimes it's not that people aren't praying enough. And what could be missing is that they don't know what to expect. If ever they are expecting, they don't know when to expect whatever it is that they are expecting, when it will happen. when it will happen is it at the time when they finish praying is it a week after praying is it a year after praying how soon it must happen how soon and after doing so the one responsibility you have is to speak that which you're expecting it to be. You want to begin to say things that will help you to create, to form, and to make that which you're expecting from God. That is something which is very important. You work the Word of God, working the Word, putting it to work. being able to apply the Word of God in a manner that will help you bring the right results. Working the Word is as important. Learn to allow the Word of God to work in you from the inside out. Let it work in you. Let it be seen manifesting 
through you. Let it be hanged from you. Be the one who is giving it an expression. Because on its own, it will not work in a vacuum. It will not, it will not do things just by itself. It requires you to send it forth, to speak it out. And when it goes out, it gets to establish that which it is sent forth to do. It will not come back to you void. And, and the good thing is that anything that the Word of God comes in contact with, it gives it a new nature. Anything, you know, that, that is one thing that, that, is, that is so very, um, uh, that is so very amazing. You know, when, when it comes into contact with your life, it, it, it changes your nature. Come to think about it. That for God to do what he wants to do in your life, he has to first change the nature of a man. Anything. That, 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 that applies to literally to anything that, that um, you know, uh, um, God comes in contact with that he'll, he'll, he'll give it a, a, a new nature that will change its form from what it was to becoming what he is. And therefore, there will be a result, something that is unique, that is different. The two things that were, that were very critical during creation, right at the beginning, it was the presence of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Those two are very important. Perhaps we must just look at the very first part of Genesis in chapter number one. Let's first read just the first five verses. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then it says, the earth was without form and void. Maybe it is you sitting here today. You look at your land and it's just chaotic. You don't seem to have a sense of direction where you're going. It, it's just chaos. It is, it is not what you would have expected what you want it to be yourself or what you desire it to be but there's something you can do the very same way that the bible says to us here that the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep then he says and 
The Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. That is the Holy Spirit himself. Says he was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. What did he do? He spoke. God said. Now you can you can be able to do the same in your life today. You can recreate your own world, your life. By doing what? By speaking the word of God into being. When you do so, there will be a change. I mean, this says here, then God said, let there be light. And there was light. There was light. This, this is, this is just who God is. What, what can you be, what can you be confronted with today that you're thinking that the word of God that you have is not good enough? What, what circumstances are you in that when you think of maybe you're thinking that what you have is not good enough this is this is the word of god that 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 you have that is living and active that you can be able to make use of. The Bible even says that it is sharper than any two-edged sword. If you have anything that you want to remove on your path, you can cut with that sword. That is what it ought to be doing for you. You ought to, you ought to be using it either way. It will, it will remove whatever obstacles and hindrances that you may be confronted with. And then he says, and God saw the, the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness and called the light day, and darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. And that is what I really want you to focus your attention on. If you read in chapter 2, Genesis, just verses 1 and 7, he says, Thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished. You can read the rest of 
Genesis chapter 1, when he created the heavens and the earth, the stars, the moon, the sun, the light, every creature, the plants, the animals, everything, a man, and he has created everything by speaking. That is how powerful the word is. When you learn to speak the word of God upon your land, things will change. Learn to speak the word of God over the circumstances, the situation that you may be facing, there will be a change. Things will happen. Things will happen. It's not a matter of maybe. That is why even, even uh, you know, uh, in life generally, as you're growing up, your parents will always say that you must be careful what you say. Don't get used to say negative things, let alone to yourself or about other people. Why? Because they know how powerful the word is. Because those very words that you are saying is what will become. Now, what you are today is a result of the things you've been saying all your life. It is what it is. That is who you are. What you are today. The way you are. That is a direct result of the things you've been saying all your life. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. It starts by being a thought then you are able to brood on it you now it becomes something that is real before you know you are saying it you've created it that is how it happens that is the nature of it the bible says that god created these heaven and the earth before it came into existence, he created it. He had had it in his thoughts. He knew what it must look like, what it will be after it is now completed. Before he even spoke. And that is, that is what you need to understand. And when you do, you begin to use, because by creating it, he imagined it. He had seen it. He, he had had, he, he had an idea of what it must be like. He was able to, to formulate what it must look like before it even came into existence, before it even came into being. 
He created it. He formed it. He made it what it is. Just for you and I. He created in vain. He provisioned for everything that we will need as hands today in order for us to fulfill the very purpose that he created us for. In verse 7 in uh, Genesis chapter number 2, And the Lord God formed the man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. That is what you need to understand. Words acted upon by the Spirit always bring the whole of creation. Words acted upon by the Spirit will bring the whole of creation. When you act upon the Word of God by the Spirit, it will bring into existence what you desire to see. Words are the bridge between the physical and the spiritual realms. The words that you speak ought to be the bridge between where you are today and where you desire to be. They ought to bridge that gap where you want to see yourself. Where do you see yourself? In the dream, in the, in the spiritual realm, where do you see yourself? Where, where are you in relation to where you see yourself? In between where you are and where you see yourself are the ways that you speak. That is what will get you to where you desire to be. Words can build or destroy. They can build or destroy. They can kill or give life. You're in a situation where you seemingly convince that there's no hope or there's no land. But you have something. You have the word of God which you can be able to use to bring life. In your situation, you want to bring about life. You want to change the status quo. You want to say things that will help you to now be become more um, you know, passionate about life and, and be excited about your environment and what is happening in your life. Proverbs chapter 
18, verse 21, says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. The same tongue you have, you use to build, not to destroy. But if you're not careful, you can find yourself saying things that are destroying not only your life, but other people's lives as well. So, be wise. Choose right. Choose to build. Make a conscious decision that I'm not going to say anything negative or anything with a purpose to destroy anybody's life. I'll be careful. I choose my ways carefully. Say the right things. It's a conscious decision that you make. That you say to yourself, I'm not going to spread rumors about anyone or things. Things that you hear that that you you have uh, you have uh, no business with in the first place. You decide. You decide yourself that I am going to build. I'm going to say things that are positive, that are constructive, that will help somebody to become a better person that will give somebody hope, that will help somebody in their situation where they may be discouraged and discontent and I need to give them hope. I need to just bring about a positive change, an environment that will be conducive enough for the Spirit of God to get moved and heal it. Because when you begin to cultivate the right thoughts, you are creating an enabling environment for the Holy Spirit to spring into action. That is what, what happened even from creation right at the beginning. God spoke, the Holy Spirit sprang into action, and he was the one who gave life to the way that was spoken. He gave it life. He made it happen. He was able to. That is what you need to understand. That when you speak the word of God, the Holy Spirit will breathe life into it. You will, you, will, you will sustain it. You will run with it. You will be able to see to it that it is now coming to fruition. You, your responsibility is to speak. Be able to to, to, to release ways of faith that will be 
And before you know, you are able to build your man with the word of God. You are able to bring about change in your environment. There is now a visible change, tangible results. There is something that is now, you know, uh, that you are now able to see, that you can relate to. Because one, you spoke the word of God. In the situation you are in, what is needed, what is required, is for you to speak the word. Understand that there are principles of this world that are not for you. Certain things that you may hear may not necessarily apply to you. It is not always advisable to just Take everything that you hear and uh, suddenly use that to be able to make such decisions in your life. Colossians 2.20 The Bible says, since you died with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world. Why, as though you still belong to the world, do you submit to its rules? Why? It says, since you died with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world, why, as though you still belong to the world, do you submit to its rules? Why? 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 Why do you still submit to its rules? Why are you allowing yourself to suffer like this? Why? Why are you allowing yourself to be manipulated by the devil? You just heard that he is, he is of no effect. He is under your feet already. He has no authority over you. I think that is very important. That is very powerful to understand. That is very important for you to understand. But the question is, why are we always subjecting ourselves to the to the, the rules governing this world. Isn't that just where the problem is for many? Have you come to remind yourself that you have died with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world? Therefore, they, they have no effect they are of no consequence in your life 
they ought not to be dictating how you live your life and the decisions that you are making. I think that is very important for every one of us to always keep in mind. It will help you. You know, it will, it will, it will suddenly awaken something in your spirit that you re you refuse to be dictated to by these spiritual elemental forces of this world and things that are happening outwardly and be is living a pistol. The living, walking Bible. Isn't that what the book, the word of God says you are? He, maybe we must read in Second uh, Corinthians. I didn't say it, he said it. Second Corinthians chapter number three, verse number two. You are our epistle written in our hearts. Known and read by all men known and read by all men are you aware of that that there is something that all men ought to read from you be an epistle of an open book that anyone just looks and be able to read and understand. That ought that is just to say that you ought to be you ought to be a living testimony of the word of God. You ought to express in a manner you ex express it in a manner that anyone who reads is able to understand and and be able to know who this Christ really is. He says, you are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ. Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ. Ministered by us. Written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God not on tablets of stone but on tablets of flesh that is of the heart if you read verse number four he says and we 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 have such trust through christ toward god not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves but our sufficiency is from God. Don't try and do it by your own ability, with your own understanding, with your own thinking. It will not work. It will not work. It will not, you will not get the results 
that you see, that you desire to see. And perhaps that is where we need to be careful sometimes, because sometimes, you know, we have a tendency of speaking the word upon a particular situation, and then at the same time, we want to think of what we must do to aid it, to help it to bring the results we desire to see. You just spoke the word of God. You believed in it. You trusted God. You had so much faith. Then the next thing you're thinking, oh, but what can I do so I can make this come to pass? Now, it's your in the meantime, kind of, in the meantime, what can I do to have it work? <laughs> that in the meantime will take away everything that you had hoped for. And that is where sometimes the, the problem is. And that is where things tend to go wrong. Not because the word of God is, uh, is not uh, good enough or is not effective enough. So we, we need to, we need to be, be honest and be sincere with ourselves. So we learn to trust and depend. It says here, not that we are sufficient of ourselves. We can't do it by ourselves. We'll not be able to. It's not something that is, you know, that even requires you to to struggle to do by your own self. He says, or to think of anything as being of ourselves. But our sufficiency is of God. That is what you need to understand. So that you do not limit the word of God to what you know and what you understand. You do not limit it to your own experience or what you may have been through or you already have had. It can, can transcend boundaries. It can break, um, you know, frontiers, and 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 and, and it, it it brings about something that has not been heard of. It has not been done before. It is not anything just to do with what we what we know or understand. Then he says here in verse number six who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant. He, he made us sufficient. He made us sufficient. He empowered us for greater works. He, he, he gave us that, 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 that special grace and the favor to be able to, to do the things that we desire to do. He says, who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. That is what you need to understand so that you are able to give life where there is none, where there seemingly is darkness, you bring light. That is what the Bible says, that God himself commanded light out of darkness. There was darkness. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't negotiating with darkness. 
wasn't, you know, uh, uh, didn't bring anything outside of that darkness that brought about the land. He commanded land from the same darkness. From, from that, the, I mean, how would you, if you have just them thinking, it will recondition, you know, your, your mind in a way that even in every crisis, you are able to bring about a testimony of that. In every crisis, let it bring such a testimony. Let it bring about a testimony for you. Because you have more than enough to live beyond that crisis. You have more than enough to can defeat the enemy. You have more than enough to come out of that situation that you're in. You have more than enough to live a death-free life. Not to be a victim, but a victor yourself. You have more than enough to speak into existence what you desire to see in every situation. That is what I believe will help you. Second Corinthians 4, 6, that is where it says, For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. It is the same God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So it is very important for you always be very quick to connect to the word in the spirit for it in order for it to work in your mind. The Holy Spirit will give it life. Before you know, it is living, it is active, it is bringing about the, the, the results you desire to see in your life. When you speak the word of God, there will always be results. There's always going to be a change. There's always going to be something, something different. There is always, you know, that is a good thing about it. It, it always, it always, it always brings about the results that we we desire to see. There's always um, going to be such um, a, a change, something different, something, something new, something different. Let's look at Numbers, Book of Numbers, chapter number twenty. 
If you read from verses 1 to 8, children of Israel, in the wilderness, complaining to Moses, why you took us from Egypt, we were, we were, we were slaves. But at least we had food to eat, we had wine to drink, we had water. Now you brought us here in the desert so that we die. And they were, they were angry with him. They were complaining. They needed water. They're complaining to him. And now you want us to die out here in the desert. Now look at verse number 9. The Bible says, So Moses took the staff from the Lord's presence, took his rod with just as God has commanded him. He and Aaron gathered assembly together in front of the rock, and Moses said to them, Listen, you rebels, must we bring you water out of this rock. And Moses was angry. He, he, uh, he now uh, did what was not, uh, what God didn't necessarily instruct him to do. What God said was in verse number 8, God said, take the staff, you and your brother Aaron, gather the assembly together, speak to the rock before their eyes. That is what God said. Speak to the rock. Now you can't even speak to a flu. You know, God saying to Moses, speak to the rock. I mean, men would have looked at God and said, did, did I hear you properly? You want me to speak to the rock? That, that's the thing. By the time that God says to Moses to speak to the rock, the Holy Spirit has gone forth to give that rock intelligence to hear him. God has, God has literally changed its nature. It, it's a rock in the eyes of man. But God has now given it it's his nature to be able to bring out water. Only God who can do that. Not a man. So at the time, God is saying to you, to speak to that situation, you better do so. You better do so. It's not there now, but when you speak, it will happen. It will happen. It will give it life. Instead of you just complaining to everybody, Lord, I'm broke, I don't have this, I don't have that. Speak. To your situation for a change to happen. God said, speak to the rock before the people and it will pour out its water. It was, it was an ordinary, normal rock that if in today's times it was to be removed from the way, 
they, they were going to uh, to blast it or, or, or put some dynamite and deal this rock and put some dynamite in it and 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 and, and blow it up to make way. Now you have the dynamite. That weight that is inside you, it is it is it is good enough to to bring water out of the rock to bring land out of darkness to bring finances where there is seemingly nothing you don't have to have you don't have to have everything for the word of God to work it has come out of the most unlikely situations where there is nothing that seems to be to be to be humanly possible in that situation and you begin just to to speak what you desire to see you speak the word of god in this in the circumstances that you're in this is what god said speak to the rock before their own eyes and it will pour out its water Maybe there's dryness in your finances. You're going to speak the word of God in, in that situation that you're in. Begin to call for things that don't exist as if they existed. What you need is money at the end of the day. What you need is good health in your body. So it is no point. I mean, they were complaining and that's what we usually do when we are in a situation. Complaining to everybody. I don't have this. I don't have that. Uh, I'm suffering. I'm going through a lot. And, and, and what did you say? Nothing. Except, except to say God knows what I'm going through. Well, so do you. You also know what you're going through. What you need is not what you're going through now. You want to see a change in your circumstances. So you need not focus on what you're going through, but what God can do in your situation. And the only way to, to bring about the change you desire is the same way God spoke during creation. You speak to your situation now. There will be a change. The very same way that he says to Moses that speak to the rock. Never mind that Moses was angry and uh, he went on to strike the rock because he, he was angry. He, he now calls these people rebels. Of course they were rebelling against him. You know sometimes uh, people can cause you to sin and, and I'm this one when I get to heaven I'll talk to God about it. Because Moses had no intention to be to be against God under any circumstances. The man was angry because of the people. And now look what happened. They made this man, they caused this man to sin. Now he had to pay the ultimate price himself. This is the only one reason. This is the one thing he did that made him not to see the promised land. This is a, this was his only sin. But I said of you to speak. And you went and now strike the rock. Now the Bible says that the water came out. It says here in verse 11, 
Moses raised his arm. He struck the rock twice with his staff. And water gushed out. And the community and their livestock drank. At the end of the day, water came out. But he did not, he did not, he did not, by doing what he did, he did not obey the instruction God gave him. He disobeyed God. He, he did not honor God. He did not glorify God. That's what he says in verse number 12. He says, but the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust in me. You see how, 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 how important it is for you to trust God? Obeying, obeying God. You see how, how important it is in your life today. He says, because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community to the land I give them. Because you did not trust me enough. Not, men did not trust God enough. It, it's dangerous. Not trusting God when he speaks to you. Especially so when he's given you specific instructions. It is that important. It is that important. He's not looking for our uh, sacrifices and, and, and offerings and monies and everything, things like those than our obedience to him. Paul says obedience is better than sacrifice. To hearken than the fellow of rank. But rebellion, he says, is as a witch, as a sin of witchcraft. A man who's rebellious against God, he says, is as good as a witch. That's what the Bible says. But this, this, is, this is important for us to understand. Just learn to trust God when he speaks to you. Trust God. Is it, it's, 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 it's for your own good. It will help you, even in your personal life today. Trust God. Learn to trust God. In this month, the Spirit of God will lead you to do something. He will prompt you. He will prompt you to say something about the very situation that you may find yourself in. Not only that He will prompt you, He will also cause you to do something. To do something in your situation. It will literally transport you to that realm. It will literally, literally carry you to another realm. That when you're now there, you can be able to see what it desires of you to see. As you pray, pray with an expectation. Let him help you say the right things. You're going to pray with an expectation. Wait on God to hear that one rema way in your situation. What to say. What 
to do. You're not going to allow any negative thoughts into your mind. Anything contrary to what God wants you to see into your spirit. Do everything possible to align your heart with his way. There must be there, there must be an alignment with his word in the realm of the spirit. What you what you what you see what and what you want to see, what you desire to see, there must be an alignment and eventually when you begin to speak there will be change or tangible tangible results let there be such an alignment between what is happening in the spiritual realm and the life that you live the things that you see in your personal life today be able to live in your future dream today bring it closer to you bring it closer to home bring it be able to be able to see yourself in it it's important for you to believe in visions and and dreams you know and be, begin to celebrate learn to celebrate your victories even before before they manifest learn to celebrate them before they manifest be able to use the word of god to rearrange your world things that you don't desire that you need to you know uh, uh, move out of your way and, and get to create an enabling environment around yourself you can be able to do so with the word of god that you have it will help you to change the status quo and the situation that you're in today. And this new man will be a month of transformation. You're going to speak the word of God like never before. You're going to declare the word upon your life. You're going to learn to trust God like you've never trusted Him. You're going to learn to depend on the Word of God. Be able to speak into being the things you desire to see. Use that, that active power of your imagination to be able to create things. You desire to see and when that way comes in contact with it with that situation or that which it is spoken or said for there will be results there'll be there'll be tangible results things will change you will get to bring about the that improvements that you desire to see in your in your personal life and before you know there's productivity, there's progress, there's improvement, there's increase, and you are now able to
continue enjoying the life that God has called you into. It is my prayer that God will increase the grace that is upon your life and grant you the special ability to be able to do far beyond your own thinking and beyond your own imagination by the power of the Holy Ghost. It is my prayer that you always speak the word of God in every situation that you may be con confronted with yourself. And the crooked paths shall be made straight. The mountains and the hills shall break before you. The valleys shall be filled up. There will be water that will come out of the rock. Where there is dryness, seemingly, there will now be there will not be waters, streams of rivers that will begin to flow. In your situation today, where there is seemingly dryness, you learn to bring forth waters, to call forth things into existence that did not exist. Learn to, to bring light out of darkness. Where there seemingly is no hope, you bring hope. Where there is no light, you speak light. You speak light. You're, you're able to bring about light and the change in the circumstances that you may find yourself in today. Be able to say things that will bring about the results that you desire to see in your finances, that you desire to see in your business, in your job, in your family, in your relationship, and in your marriage. Be able to speak for things that are not existing into existence. Be able to say, bring forth your dreams into reality and walk in them today. He has empowered you for greater works and you do great things. You do exploits. You do extraordinary things. With the word of God that you have, you'll be able to bring life where there is none. Where there is none. Even all you find yourself being unwell, or challenge in your hand, you begin to confess and declare the word of God upon your life and before you know, your life is perfect and complete. You are perfected beyond perfection and you're continually walking in the newness of life. And as it is, so are you in this world. Just lift your voice unto him and begin to just thank God of what he's about to do for you in this in this month, in this month. Let there be such a transformation in your personal life. The Bible says that the word of God is your mirror image. And the more you look at it, the more you're being transformed. The more you look at it, the more you're being metamorphosed. The more you're meditating on the word of God, the more changes shall be happening in your personal situation. The more you meditate on the word of God, the more changes are happening and the more you continue to increase and to improve and bring about the results you desire to see. Give the word of God an expression under every circumstances that you are able to bring forth such excellent results. You are able to do things that you ordinarily would not be able to do by your own self. It's not by power of mind, but by his spirit. When men are cast down, thou shalt say there is a lifting up. There is indeed a lifting up in your finances. There is a lifting up in your health. There is a lifting up in your business. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Holy Spirit of God, for all that you are about to do in our lives and in the lives of our fellow brethren. 
there be such great in outpouring of the anointing of the Spirit of God in our mission that everything that we do be by the action of the Spirit of God. Do everything that you do by His way and continue trusting and believing in God for everything that is to do with your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. Thank you for the special anointing that you release upon our brethren. The special grace and the ability, Father God, in, able for, in order for them to be able to bring about the changes that they desire to see in their lives today. Yes, we thank you. We love and appreciate you. We adore you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you. God bless you.